0: on the internet.
1: It's L.A.
2: Talk Radio. We say what we want.
0: You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet. Only on L.A. Talk Radio. It's a program that brings you the best of the adult and mainstream film, television, and internet industries. Hi, I'm James Bartley, and this is Inside the Industry. Yes, thank you very much. A wonderful built-in audience here. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, oh, you're wonderful people. Yes. All right. uh, Well, I'm waiting for my darling little Emmy to uh, get over here. She's actually in the middle of uh, renovating her place. So when I called her earlier, she said she was covered with paint. And uh, she's going to try to come down here. So hopefully Emmy will be here very soon. Uh, we've got a special guest on the show who's going to be calling in in a little bit. Uh, acclaimed critic, Mr. Roger Pipe, is going to be calling in, and he's going to be giving us a review tonight for the new Star Wars Triple X movie out for award-winning director Axel Braun uh, for Vivid Entertainment. And uh, Dick Chibbles, Lexington Steel, Allie Hayes, Seth... Uh, Tom, everybody's in this movie It is a really, really good movie um, So he's going to give us a review on that And then uh, Mike Coolidge From Assens Films and OG Studios going to be calling in And talking to us about his new releases that will be coming out and that are out now for this month of March. And I'll tell you something, for 25 years old, Mike Coolidge has really been doing an incredibly great job. I mean, nowadays there are studios that are closing. Production companies are being bought up uh, and taken over. But this guy has started his own company and he's just taken the industry by wildfire. And he's doing really, really good. So he's going to be calling in. And, of course, I'd love to talk to you, my wonderful listeners out there. So all you guys have to do is give me a call tonight at 323-203-0815. And we're going to be taking your phone calls here on Inside the Industry. But let's break away for a quick little commercial break from our good friends over at XXX Truth or Dare. And I'll be back right after this. Looking for a unique and exciting new game to play? Then Triple X Truth or Dare is the game for you. Triple X Truth or Dare is a new board game where you go around the board and play a very sexy version of the classic Truth or Dare game. Triple X Truth or Dare is designed for sexy and open-minded singles and couples who are willing to try anything. Play with your significant other or better yet, Play with your friends. You're guaranteed to have a lot of fun playing this game, and you'll be coming back to play time and time again. This game is definitely not another boring sex game. Most of the games are icebreakers and real conversation starters. Just wait and see, and you'll get a kick out of playing this. In this game, everybody is a winner. Makes a great and interesting holiday gift, especially if you're having friends over this season. And they just created a new gay and lesbian version as well. Order today on their official website at www.triplextruthordare.com. That's www.triplextruthordare.com. Order today and get your game on. Visit avn.com. 24-7 to stay up-to-date on all of the latest happenings in the adult entertainment industry. AVN.com features breaking news stories, DVD reviews, legal analysis, personality profiles, behind-the-scene reports, and the best event photography in the business. The AVN.com portal also gives you access to the exclusive AVN Live Video Interviews, hottest porn stars, producers, and directors. Adult Video News is in its 26th year as the leading trade publication of the adult video industry. Its flagship magazine is published monthly, and its signature event is the AVN Awards Show, recognized as the Oscars of the adult entertainment industry, and held every January in Las Vegas. For this year's winners, check out avnawards.com. And check out the site, avn.com. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome back to the show. I'm James Bartolay, and this is Inside the Industry. That's right, baby. You get a boner on this show every week. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're going to have acclaimed uh, critic. Uh, Mr. Roger Pipe is going to be calling in, giving us a review on uh, Star Wars Triple X for Vivid Entertainment and Axel Braun Productions in just a little bit and also by Coolidge from Ascent Films and OG Studios. Will be calling in as well, um, and I am waiting for my darling little Emmy to get here soon. So hopefully Emmy will be over here. But uh, like I said at the top of the show, she's uh, she's renovating her place right now. So she was when I called her, she was covered in paint and everything, and I probably painting her house naked if I know Emmy. <laughs> So uh, hopefully she'll be down here in time. I want to remind everybody that uh, the first week of April will mark our third year anniversary here for L.A. Talk Radio for Inside the Industry. Ah, Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, It is uh, really been an incredible three years. I can't believe it's been three already. Good God. <laughs> wow. Um, and all of the wonderful guests that we've had on the show, and mostly all my wonderful co hostesses. And of course, you are wonderful, loyal uh, listeners out there. We appreciate you guys so much. And speaking of listeners, we got a call, our first caller of the night here. Let's take a call. Hi, caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hello. 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 Hi, who's this? Where are you calling from?
2: It's Mike with Ascent OG
0: Monarch. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good to hear from you, buddy. Good. How are you, James? Good. Well, I was pumping everybody up. I was telling everybody, incredible incredible guy, 25 years old, got his own company, and there's companies that are closing up, and you've started a new company. Did When you started your company, were you a little apprehensive about starting in this economy?
2: Um. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, I mean, with the DVD market, I think it's it's definitely going to be around for you know at least another ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and in my opinion, it's just about putting out good stuff and good marketing. And um, it's about the girls and, you know, putting, putting out on camera, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which we're we're doing a great job. You um, certainly are. Yeah. Anal yeah.
0: artists has gotten publicity in the mainstream as well.
2: Yeah, we were on uh, Huffington Post, TMZ, Fox News, CNN, uh, and that was our first debut title, the first title we put out.
0: That so. is absolutely incredible. That is something that is unprecedented in this industry, to have that kind of response. And I understand that um, anal artists and Naughty, uh, uh, the, the naughty office, at, at anal artists, all, all these are like big sellers right now.
2: Yeah, um, anal artist. We uh, we actually sold out on our first run, and we've we've done two reorders, and mm-hmm. uh, we have licensing up the wazoo, and it's you know available on pay per view in Spain and Andorra, which is an island I don't even know where it is, but you can <laughs> watch anal artist on pay per view there. So yeah, uh, it probably makes the island a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I bet it does. But, now um, you have yeah, some yeah, new I mean, releases. Our, our,
2: our, yeah our, go ahead our stuff is available worldwide now
0: that so. is uh, congratulations Mike I'm very proud of you, you. Um, and you. I'm very proud of this wonderful cover story on you and X-Biz
2: yeah uh, X-Biz put me on the cover um, which was uh, very very overwhelming and humbling and
0: uh, they're good people over like there a, X-Biz they're good people give a people. shout
2: out to uh, Alec the president of Xbiz. I had lunch with him today and it was uh, and Dan Miller um, and Sarah Sadner. Uh, but, yeah, it's just been uh, really, really, you know, I've, been, I've been in the industry like eight years, you know, always kind of working for someone else. And once I started my own thing, everyone just kind of uh, pulled together and helped me make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I owe a lot of gratitude to a lot of different people that have uh that has helped me along the way, and especially since the, uh, the launch of Athens and OG actually launched today. We, we shipped our first title, my dad's best friend, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we almost sold out just on pre-orders. I mean, it's just been
0: That's, unbelievable. That is absolutely incredible. Mike, if you could give some advice for a young guy or girl out there that might want to start their own production company, what would you tell them, Mike Coolidge?
2: Uh, let's see anal cells uh-huh. <laughs> DP cells um <laughs> you know uh, for me it's just um actually uh, you know it's funny they uh, my hometown paper back in Westport Connecticut wrote this this article about me a few days ago about how um my porn career started when I got suspended from high school for selling playboys out of the trunk of my car Wow. um yeah so um I mean the best advice that I can give is just you know just do what you love I love seeing fucking naked chicks taking it up the ass and I made a career uh, career out of it you know just uh (laughs) just do what you love um you know and if you're looking to start an adult production company you know just shoot you know I, I do research I look at everything that's selling you know I look at all the trends um and that's really how I how I cast my movies, how I shoot my movies, how I do the box covers. I see what sells, mm-hmm. and I follow those trends and put a little Mike Coolidge spin on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> so,
2: um, and you know it, it's uh, it's really worked out.
0: So very good. Hey Mike, um, I've got to take uh, Roger is calling in with his review for Star Wars here. But uh, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, continued success, and give us a call next week, and then we'll talk about the new releases coming out for April, okay? All right, thank you, James. Okay, you're welcome, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Okay, hey, we got Roger Pipe on the phone there. Hi, Rog. Hello, how are you tonight? Good. Thank you so much for sticking on there. We just had Mike Coolidge on the other line there from uh, Asens Films and OG. Uh, studios no and we're talking about all the wonderful success that that guy's having. He's a 25-year-old guy, and he's started this company, and he's doing great. And it's and it's kind Excellent. of rare, you know? Yeah, that's
1: a It lot. is tough to start a company uh, at that age in this business. You're right.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. But, you know, if anybody could do it, it would be Mike Coolidge. So um, I know we're going to talk about um, the Star Wars tonight. By the way, did you get a chance to review writing Flying Pink Pig yet? Not yet. Okay, but you're going to get to that. okay?
2: I have it. I I will do
1: that, and we can uh, do that on the air.
0: Okay. Well, no, that's cool. It's just whatever you're going to write, and then we're going to be using that quote there for you on on that. So that is really good. Uh, A quick question before we get into the Star Wars thing. Roger, uh, let the uh, the listeners out there know what's the process that happens in a nutshell when you review a movie.
3: Well,
1: I sit down with my laptop, and I watch the movie as I write the review. Oh, Quite often, it'll seem a little scattered, but that's because it's what's coming to me as I write it. Um, Oh,
0: okay. That's cool.
1: You know, the, the intro paragraph sometimes is sort of a recap after I've had a chance to see the movie as a whole. But mm-hmm. the, the sex scene reviews are on the fly. So sometimes, you know, there'll be some funny comments. It's just what comes to me as I watch it. So I try and make it as close to the experience they're going to have watching it as can be, you know, to to write it as much as a fan as, as humanly
3: possible.
0: Has one of the most... Uh... Top uh, one of the top guys as far as critics go here in our wonderful industry. Um, what advice would you give for young producers, directors out there making these movies that they should think about? The the primary kind of thing would be to listen to their audience. You know. Um, That's kind of like what Mike because, was saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you can listen to critics, but the best of us. Are one voice mm-hmm. you know uh, the, the critics are trying to try and be everything to everybody I don't particularly like uh, because I've never felt that porn was subjective I'm sorry objective
3: mm-hmm.
1: Porn is subjective yeah um, what I like <laughs> I like and, and I can't I can't be someone else I can't like something that I don't like what I can do is be as fair as possible and say you know what uh, I'm not big into all-girl movies mm-hmm. but from what I've seen, this studio makes really good ones. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you listen too closely to a critic, you could find yourself tied to
2: one person's voice.
0: Right. And And then then you're trying to make, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah,
1: I can admit, you know, I I may watch a movie and I'm in a bad mood. I've gone back and rewatched movies and said, wow, I really didn't like that the first time. And it's pretty good. You know, was I in a bad mood or, you know, what was going on? Whereas the fans are always going to be honest, no matter what, mm-hmm. and you know, if, if uh, especially yeah, especially if, if there's good criticism from fans, mm-hmm. you know, just the the base emotion stuff you can kind of toss aside. Unless it's positive, then you know you should pat yourself on the back. But when when people say, hey, you know, your scenes are cut too tight, there's not enough time for me to enjoy the scene, listen to that. You know, if there's not a reason for you to cut a scene, you know, the feature companies lately, some of my favorite ones are really cutting their scene short. And as a fan, I'm watching going, wow, I like these girls. I like this director. I like their lighting. I like the intensity. And it's eight minutes long and it's done. And I'm kind of left feeling like there wasn't enough on the plate.
0: Well, you know, that old saying, Roger, um, and it's an old show business saying that dates back to vaudeville. Keep them wanting more.
1: You know, I, I think that's about perfect. I think if I'm done with a scene and I say, ah, a little bit more would have been good,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that's good. But when I go, wow, you know, um, and I'll just, for example, Wicked Pictures. I love their stuff. I love their contract girls. Yeah. But you know what? 30 seconds of a blowjob from Stormy Daniels or Kehlani Le is never going to be enough for me. <laughs> Not
3: even close. Amen, it's brother. Like, Look,
1: you've got those beautiful girls doing that act. Yeah. Thirty seconds is enough. And, and digital playground's starting to do the same thing. Right. And you know, that's my one opinion. I'm sure there's somebody out there going, No, man, that's exactly the right amount because forty minute sex scenes are too long. Right. And and I certainly agree, in in, in a feature especially. You know, yeah. who wants a forty minute sex scene in a feature? All of well, a sudden you're at a hour so,
0: That's true. And uh, I've I've noticed now that I've started writing Movies uh, that a lot of people are telling me you can't have more than five sex scenes per movie, per feature or parody that you're writing. And I thought, God, I thought we'd want to fill this thing full of sex, but they they've got a formula that there's like five, six scenes tops in that. Yeah. Would you agree on that? Yeah, I'm,
1: and I I think that's about right. Um, my complaint when you're doing a parody is six scenes give us the story satisfaction or is there, are there more than six required scenes to tell this story?
0: Right. Um, now that's an important thing to remember too. If you're writing a porn movie and I know that I've got listeners out here that are writing scripts cause they're always sending me fan email and saying, Oh, I've got this script I'm writing. Keep this in mind, what you're just saying. Yeah.
2: If
1: you're going to do, if you're going to tell a story, don't leave a crucial sex scene cut out
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know and I think it depends that when when visual playground released pirates 2 on the DVD there were there was a longer versions of the sex scenes for, for people like me who wanted to watch mm-hmm. Belladonna and Sasha Gray and I mean you know you're talking serious hardcore performers doing some great stuff
0: oh god I'll know, always remember they, that first movie the first pirates at the end of the movie the sex scene between Jesse Jane and Janine was incredible. And she stuck a lit candle in her ass. And wow, that was, that was wild.
1: Hot, hot stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, if you watch, I went to the Pirates 2 premiere. I'm sure you did too. And yeah. when you're sitting there in a theater, sure, those are long enough scenes. But at home, as a, you know, a raincoater kind of porn guy, gonzo fan, and it, too short. Right. I liked the longer version. But if you plug the longer versions into that story that they told, mm-hmm. you're looking at a four and a half hour movie and you know, people are gonna get bored, I get that. So you it's know, it's a fine line.
0: Um I, Yeah, that's that's interesting how you brought up that term there, the trench coat gonzo uh watcher. I think that demographic market is kind of dwindling off and I think our new demographic now is a younger audience, like the college student or or in their young twenties, early twenties. Do you think that's right?
1: That's always been the case. The the porn audience is always eighteen to twenty four. That's the 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 big bubble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then they dwindle off. And and certainly you get people in their thirties, forties, fifties and so on. Oh yeah, on. and I but love I love always... my
0: fans I love my fans that are older, but I've I, I've I've really love and appreciate the younger fans because I've uh, when I was out last year at the Exotica's I had a lot of college kids that were coming up getting signed copies of Saw or Rocky Horror or Halloween any of the horror or the comic book stuff like Spider Man they love that kind of stuff and I was like wow I go you guys are going to college a lot of our listeners to the show are all college kids you know on campuses all across the United States.
1: And, and that's just sort of, um, it's just logistics. I mean, uh-huh. that audience is single. Yeah. Uh, because when when you do get married, chances are you might have a partner who's not as, as porn friendly as you. Or then uh-huh. you get kids, and it gets tougher to sort of engage in porn as a, as a hobby. Or, as you know, it gets a little tougher. And, yeah. you know, I, I do think people sort of, I don't use the term grow out of, um, in a negative way, but, but people just sort of grow past that bubble.
0: Yeah. And
1: this audience now, there, there was a time in the late 90s, early 2000s, where that core audience was used to hardcore gonzo porn. That was all they watched. Jules Jordan, Red Light District, right. Eagle Angel, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, they're a little more used to watching parodies, because that's what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. So, and, and even things like what Brazzers does with their gonzo porn, where there's a theme to it, right? Big kids at school. So every scene, you you remember couch porn, right? When that was all the rage, right? A couch, a girl, a guy. There it is. That's it. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Maybe, maybe she says her name before the first penis is down her throat. And that was (laughs) what everybody did for a while. Yeah. And I think people got bored. I've always found when I'm watching, if I'm watching that, where my mind naturally takes me is what story could be told to make this hot. Because, yeah. frankly, I'm bored with seeing the same couch, the same girl, the same guy. Colby. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I think that that's just always been the kind of person I am. I, I'm making up stories for them anyway. So right. I might as well watch a clever parody.
0: Well, so. speaking of a clever parody, uh, nice little uh, segue there into that. Um, your review for tonight is about Star Wars Fur Vivid and mm-hmm. Axel Braun. Tell us about it.
1: Well, do you want the glowingly positive review or the nitpicky Star Wars geek review? <laughs> I found myself basically nice. writing two reviews at once. Really? One yeah. where, I'm, one where I'm saying, of course everyone should own this movie. It's amazing. It's epic. And then another one going, oh my god, this is so. This particular part is so bad, and this one's so bad, and this is. I picked it apart because I loved it so much.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Obviously, I think Star Wars is epic. It is one of the most recognizable, if not the most recognizable, piece of cinematic art in American history. Sure. It now, is. There's Gone with the Wind, there's the, there's the Star Wars um, right. mythology. So it makes sense that it would be a big, good porn parody. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the costumes. I thought it was, they were amazing. I loved the music. Um, for the most part, I like the acting. Uh, I did not like that the droids were done in CGI.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, didn't look very good, and I don't know why you have to do that. Other than to put, you know, to make sure that you get Shishi's voice doing 3PO. Why not put an actor in a suit? It looks better than the CGI.
0: Well, I, I think I originally had talked to Axel about doing that, but uh, they went yeah, a different way with it. Yeah, and a lot of people were actually complaining about. Uh, uh, chi chi doing that and doing the voice there on that
1: yeah well they 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 went for and it and i've said in the review that star wars triple x is as much a Spaceballs parody as it is a george lucas star wars
0: parody. that's very There's true a, because i remember reading that script and it, it had a lot of very funny stuff in there
1: which is fine tom byron as a drunk obi-wan is kind of funny oh it's hilarious.
0: um he is great
1: an, an, an overly whiny Luke Skywalker works fine for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but So so then Shishi doing doing a, a particularly overtly gay 3PO, fine. You know, the character is, is right for parody anyway, mm-hmm. but the CGI of those droids looks bad, especially compared to the CGI for the space battle stuff, which actually looks pretty fantastic.
0: No, it, it so, really, really does. And I, I they spent a lot of money on that. And it looks yeah. absolutely fantastic.
1: And then the, So I didn't like the droid thing. Um, I love Lexington Steel cast as Darth Vader.
0: Oh, that's perfect casting. Yeah.
1: There was some really lazy sound mixing, though. Um, and my wife noticed it. Uh, Vader, that voice, that the, the respirator, all that is so very powerful. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it's incredibly quiet all of that the sound mixing was poor so that vader is the most quiet person in the room and you can barely hear him wow which is a, a complete mistake really bad and then when he's having a sex scene uh the the rebreather is going while he's moaning which of course is you know just physically impossible
3: mm-hmm. so
1: that's where i mean i'm, I'm being kind of geeky but if you're going to go to the trouble to to continue the breather during the sex scene
3: mm-hmm.
1: just stop it when he's moaning you know to, to not distract from the audience it's um, so one thing people will have a problem with Is essentially Axel destroys the mythology Because it's, it's no big secret to anyone Luke and Leia are Vader's children mm-hmm. Well, Vader had sex with Leia um, And discusses knowing her father So they get her out of the story Later, Luke and Leia have a sex scene Yeah Now, not that there's anything wrong with doing incest in porn But they intentionally go out of their way To make sure that it's not and for purists, hey, you know, you could have, you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a three way between Luke, Leia, and, and Han at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? It could have been uh, just which, Leia and again, Han. You know.
1: Yeah, it, it could have been Leia and Han. You know, you could have given any reason to get Luke out of that room and preserve the possibility of the rest of, of the trilogy. And this is where I'm saying I'm admittedly I'm nitpicking, admittedly, because mm-hmm. I do love the movie.
0: Yeah. But
1: I think I would love it even more if you could have kept the mythology going and doing all, do all three movies. Um,
0: right. well I do understand I, I think, that they're planning on doing the the second and the third one.
1: And that's yeah. fine. Now now they've they've talked their way out of and you know, Smash did the same thing with their Halloween parody. Mm-hmm. Um at the end of Halloween, Michael Myers has sex with the Jamie Lee Curtis character. Well, anyone who's seen the movie knows that's his sister. Right. Now, does that does it bother anyone? Uh you know, it, it's gonna bother enough people that they're gonna you know, they they do talk their way out of it in the Star Wars parody. I just don't think they had to. I think there are tons of other ways to go with it. Um
0: Now to save just to save face on that, Raj. Um, the one that I did for zero tolerance, we didn't have that happen. And we yeah. Killed them off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I don't know. It, other than just having another sex scene from the lead in the smash Halloween, and I, I think I want to say it was Lily Lebeau.
3: Mm-hmm. Again, I
1: don't know why why you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, although you know, knowing that the Jim Powers is a, a horror aficionado, he might absolutely know that we don't know at the end of Halloween if that that's his sister. No, we don't. We don't know, actually, until the second movie that that is his sister. So, you know, you could certainly argue that, hey, you know, we don't know that yet.
0: But there's so many so, fans out there of the original mainstream version. When they see the porn thing, they would like to see it stay true. Sure.
1: Yeah. And again, in Star Wars, we don't know mm-hmm. at the end of the first one that, you know, the Vader is Luke's father. Right. But again, this, this, isn't, this isn't some obscure movie that you can get away with covering. Right. Everyone knows. You know, Mm -hmm. we all know that Rosebud is a sled, okay? There's no secret here. Um, So those those things, I I feel sometimes like it was a little bit lazy. And the rest of the movie is so ambitious and so good Mm -hmm. that the parts that are bad stand out. Um, I think they did a nice job of adding sex scenes because Star Wars is, other than costume appeal, which it has a ton of, it's limited sexually. There's really only one female character in in, in in episode four. So... You, you are limited with that. Whereas, you know, Brady Bunch was easy. You had three hot girls. All you have mm-hmm. to do is make them grow up. You have three sisters and then a hot mom.
0: But you you've have got lots the of characters. The, yeah, in Star Wars there is an incredible scene. Dick Chibbles as the Wookie, Chewbacca, having sex with Brandy Aniston and, and the other girl.
1: And Eve Lawrence.
0: Yeah, Eve Lawrence. Incredible scene. Now and there was some yes. really good sexual intensity in that one.
1: Yes, absolutely. And and to get us there uh, Axel took the stormtroopers and made them all women, which was mm-hmm. fantastic. That was a great way to say, okay. And and sometimes for parodies, you have to flip the characters. Mm-hmm. If it's too male driven, if they ever do the Godfather, you're going to have to do some flipping. Otherwise, you're going to have a bunch of meaningless female characters because well, there aren't really many. There's one or two in in the whole series.
0: Well, so, keeping that in mind, but, uh, the recent Jaws movie that came out, had, yes. uh, there was a lot. Of, there's a lot of men that are in that, but they found a way to work the girls in there.
1: Yes, they, and by flipping one of the characters to a female character, it worked mm-hmm. fine, and you get a, a good sex scene. Um, you know, then uh, Reservoir Dogs, they flipped all of them. They made them yeah. all women, and that worked.
0: Oh, that so worked really well. You,
1: yeah. yeah, you have to get really creative sometimes with some of these movies, and they did a good job with that here. Um, making the Stormtroopers women, okay, that gave you another scene. Um, I do think he underused Lex. I mean, Lex is... He's if relaxed. not the, certainly yeah. a top performer in our business. And Vader is an iconic film villain. Mm-hmm. And the only time you use him is in one blowjob scene with Ally Hayes, which was great and hot. But come on, that, that's it? There's nothing more? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that was a mistake. Um, again, I don't know exactly how you, how you write another sex scene for Vader, but I think you have to find a way. Mm-hmm. Um, also on my notes, Eli Cross. Uh, was fantastic. He was spectacular mm-hmm. um, in the uh, Peter Cushing role. Right. So I, I really and I think overall the script is good. It's funny. Um, Byron as as Obi Wan is very funny. Uh, the the lightsaber battles are really well shot. They certainly. So are. it's it's yeah it's a must see. I'm just I'm trying to figure out you know how you ended up not having one of the leads in this one, man. You're, you're in everything else.
0: I know that was that was a kind of a shock to me, and a lot of my fans are like, we can't believe that you weren't in that one. And uh, you know, I have talked to Axel. I'm sure I'll be in whatever sequel that they're gonna have. So I'll be Good, in that you one. You know,
1: I, I forgive Axel for not putting me in, even though I'm a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> but come on, you you needed to be in this one. Now I keep waiting for someone to you know put me in a porn parody of some kind, but.
0: Well, but I've so got far, a big nothing. one. I start tomorrow morning on Three Stooges.
1: Yes. Yeah. I know. I cannot wait to see that. That sounds like so much fun. Well,
0: you're going to come and, and visit us uh, on the set, I'm sure, right?
1: I, I'm, I'm going to try very hard to get up there in the morning okay. to see that because I really want to. And, uh, you know. But so overall, everybody has to see Star Wars. If for no other reason than afterwards, sit down, have a beer, and pick it apart. Yeah. Overall, though, it's still great. Allie Hayes looks beautiful as Leia. Oh, she really Leia. Is. Yeah. Um, brandy aniston and eve lawrence together as stormtroopers you know wookie scene or not oh my those two women are fantastic together yeah. yeah um so good scenes great costumes um except the droids the cgi is also very good right so you know i hope they do two and three i really do i hope axel continues with it he's he's fantastic and mm-hmm.
2: you know it's he Star
0: Wars. Is. yeah he certainly is now um a, a quick note i'm sure you heard about this roger but uh Dennis Hoff, and I believe uh, my dear friend uh, Heidi is also, uh, Heidi Fleiss is involved in this, um, are opening up a um, bordello, a uh, cat house out there in Nevada that is going to have a sci-fi theme. Have you heard about that?
1: I did not hear. That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, this is going to be opening up in the desert area. They're just north of the Area 51. And okay. they are planning on opening it up this summer, and the girls are going to be costumed as Princess Leia, uh, the girls from the Cantina in Star Wars, uh, maybe the the alien character Signori Weaver, you know, uh, uh, probably Vulcan chicks from Star Trek, uh, all this kind of stuff. And they're really making this for the gamers and. The geeks and uh, the comic book aficionados—they'll probably have superhero girls, and they would have themed rooms. But I think it is an incredibly ingenious idea to do to make a whorehouse, but make it a theme park as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fantastic. Great idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, you know, I think our industry is seeing it too. Back to selling fantasy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And sci- sci-fi and comic books are huge right now. I mean, oh, yeah. almost every summer blockbuster is going to be a comic book movie, right? And
0: Avengers is going to be a big thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hollywood does that for a reason, you know, because they're making a ton of money, and so does our industry. Mm-hmm. You know, people keep asking me why they make so many parodies. Because it works. It's making money. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't making money, they'd they'd go do something else.
0: Now they so, recently, and, you know, it, yeah, uh, the studios recently announced that. Um, they're going to be working with Walmart now, starting next month. That um, you'll be able to take your DVDs into a Walmart store, and they can put it online, and then you hook up the thing with your flat-screen TV, and you can watch the movies at any time, just off of a, a kind of like a computer thing. Do you see, Roger Pipe, this possibly happening for adults as well?
1: Absolutely this is the way it's been going Amazon had a pilot program a few years ago where you buy the digital download you can download it but then you also get a certain amount of storage on their servers so it's Mm -hmm. it's available to you at any time I think that's the way everything's gonna go and you know a lot of the really popular porn sites now are similar to that anyway Mm -hmm. where you know you you essentially buy access to fifty thousand movies a month Mm -hmm. and I think you know Gone are the days of you know DVDs on a shelf, whether it be mainstream or adult, mm-hmm. and especially for adult. I mean, I, I'm a big collector. I still have a huge CD collection. Um, I like my DVD collection, my Blu-rays. I like having the library. I like books. I like yeah. having a book on a shelf that I can read. But I and and I'm I'm old. I'm I'm over 40, so I, I hold on to what I love. But I I really am beginning to see the wisdom in you know as I have children who grow up and get curious having a box that's on my computer that stores my 500 adult dvds oh, rather yeah. than you know what's on daddy's shelf you know I, I really see it especially for our we've always gone this industry has always gone for more discreet
0: yeah right? i i, I, I read things to, things to the little one earlier i read to the little one off the ebook uh thing I read yeah. the bedtime story yeah
1: which is, yeah, and my wife has one that's fantastic. I'm still a book guy. Yeah. But we we used the term raincoat earlier. That comes from the 70s when people oh, sure. who would go to adult movies to enjoy themselves often wore a raincoat <laughs> so they could open it up and pleasure themselves. <laughs> <That's, Right. laughs> and that was how people had to watch classic. porn back then. That's very classic. public, very limited. Yeah. And then, you know, VCRs, DVD players, computers, it's now become very personal and very private, mm-hmm. and that's what people want, you know. As soon as... You know, the, the first time you come out of a, the little swinging doors at the back of the video store, and there's, you know, your kid's little league coach, or your pastor, or your neighbor, or your mom. Yeah. You know, knowing what, what it is you rented, those times, and I used to work in video stores, and you know, have people, you know, not want to go back in the room because they didn't know who to see them. Now that you can do it all at home and nobody knows, mm-hmm. I, it's, <laughs> I think that's why you're starting to see a lot, um, a, a lot of walls coming down in our industry. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably remember when transsexual movies—that th- it was gay and transsexual. Right. That was a separate industry. Now most of the transsexual porn is, quote unquote, straight. Now. Oh. Where you yeah. know, so I think that's because okay, the average guy who's curious or likes it and on the side, whatever, doesn't have to worry who's going to see him renting that that DVD or that tape.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And once Once you get over that okay, and I really don't care who's you know no one's gonna see me, then people are a little more free to explore their fantasy life, and I right. think that's we're seeing a lot
0: of that and it's a it's a big seller it's a big seller now, all right, Roger Absolutely. uh we gotta let you go, but God, thank you. this is a a really great talk that we had tonight with you. Thank you so much. I love talking to you, yeah, no problem, thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, Hopefully I will see you tomorrow. Yes, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, once again, let's tell everybody your website so they can see all of your wonderful reviews.
2: That is RogerReviews.com.
0: Fantastic. All right, Rog, thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was uh, acclaimed critic, Mr. Roger Pipe. Uh, let's break away for another commercial and, and we'll be back to wrap up everything here on Inside the Industry right after the special words. Looking for a unique and exciting new game to play? Then Triple X Truth or Dare is the game for you. Triple X Truth or Dare is a new board game where you go around the board and play a very sexy version of the classic Truth or Dare game. Triple X Truth or Dare is designed for sexy and open-minded singles and couples who are willing to try anything. Play with your significant other, or better yet, play with your friends. You're guaranteed to have a lot of fun playing this game, and you'll be coming back to play time and time again. This game is definitely not another boring sex game. Most of the games are icebreakers and real conversation starters. Just wait and see, and you'll get a kick out of playing this. In this game, everybody is a winner. Makes a great and interesting holiday gift, especially if you're having friends over this season. And they just created a new gay and lesbian version as well. Order today on their official website at www.triplextruthordare.com. That's www.triplextruthordare.com. Order today and get your game on. I don't so care, rock. I'm here by myself we in the studio. The I'm still gonna do my job, baby. Rock. Let's do them with me. We're going to do our Twisted Shots here right now. Tonight, uh, we're going to have the uh, buttery nipple. And, of course, you can check them out online at TwistedShots, S-H-O-T-Z, dot com. And they make some delicious stuff here. So, cheers to you. Mmm. Oh, okay. God, that's good. But only one drink for me tonight, because I have to be on the set at 8 o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> be a good little porn star. Get up early. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you again to Twisted Shots. Um, these guys are so fantastic. Um, we have a contest. So, you can get um, either a Twisted Shots um, apparel outfit. Uh, not a whole outfit, but, you know, like a shirt or something. Uh, we have a shirt for girls and, and for the guys. Or um, a cap. Uh, so, what you do is write into James at GalaxyPublicity.com and we'll enter you in that contest. And also, I want to tell everybody, uh, my wonderful, talented friend and uh, one of our clients at Galaxy, Hallie Hellfire is going to be spinning over at the Viper Room on Monday. That's right, Monday. She's going to be over there. And that's this coming Monday. She's going to be there from uh, 9... 30 until 2 a.m. Downstairs in the lower lounge. um, I can put you lucky listeners on the reduced uh, guest list uh, list. uh, You know, reduced uh, door charge. So it's only five bucks to get in. It's 10 bucks to get in there. Come on, you can afford that. The economy's doing better. Uh, So $5 if you want to come in there and see... Gorgeous Heli Hellfire. You know, she was the uh, lead in the uh, Lady Gaga movie for Hustler. Uh, She was also in the new American Chopper movie with my buddy Evan Stone. And uh, she is just gorgeous. And she's a rocking girl. She's going to be playing this hot new music style called Metal Step. And Heli Hellfire spinning DJing. She's the porn DJ spinning at the world-famous Viper Room on the corner of Sunset and Larrabee. Uh, in the heart of the Sunset Strip, this coming Monday, and that is going to be March 19th. So if you would like to get on the guest list for that, uh, write us at jamesatgalaxypublicity.com. Uh, we also have uh, a, a special event that we're going to be doing in April on the 17th again over at the Viper Room. Uh, it's going to be another one of the pole dancing competitions over there. So if you're some of our girls out there that are uh, stripper dancers, uh, performers, and you would like to audition for this show, uh, to be in the competition, the audition is going to be on Tuesday, the 20th, over at the Viper Room in the afternoon. Uh, send me an email, uh, james@galaxypublicity.com, or uh, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Okay? It's real simple. It's under James Bartolet. I don't do any kind of funny code name or anything like that. So drop me a line, and I'll let you know some more information about that. But that's going to be a big event going on in April on the 17th. And um, we're also going to be giving away some uh, uh, copies, of DVD from Hassan's Films and OG Studios, all the great movies that are coming out from them. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we've got some really, really hot, sexy ladies that are going to be on the show here with us. Uh, Once again, our big thank you to Roger Pipe for calling in and talking to us and giving us the whole skinny on not only the Star Wars movie, but the industry as a whole. Um, We want to welcome some new sponsors who are going to be coming on board very soon. We're very excited about this uh, Penthouse Store. PenthouseStore.com is going to be coming on board next couple of weeks. So we're going to be doing a special thing with Penthouse uh, where we're going to have the Penthouse pets of the month are going to be coming on um, the show here with emmy and myself so that'll be great don't forget about the um inside the industry three-year anniversary it's going to be the first week of april and you know what we're going to have a fucking party as angelina valentine says we need to have a fucking party (laughs) so we're going to have a party uh so we'll let you know some more information when i get that all done but right now my mind's in it getting this movie done here right now but we'll let you know about that next week uh last little thing uh a a late news story we wanted to break here uh john ham a wonderful guy um really really wonderful actor um he is in the april issue of playboy and he talks in the interview about how he worked in the softcore industry now of course when mainstream Brought this out, they said John Hamm was in porn. Well, no, he was not a porn performer. He worked as a set dresser on some softcore movies back in the day. Now, softcore movies have come a long way. Uh, for example, if you've seen myself and May- Michelle maylene and Misty Stone and Seth Gamble and uh coed Confidential, or you've seen Emmy Reyes. Uh, Romeo Price and Chastity Lynn and Kata Mia in the new uh, Miami Beach Heat. Um, You see the production value has definitely gone up on this. But John Hamm uh, was a set dresser on softcore movies back in the past. So if you want to find out some more, pick up the new issue of Playboy magazine and his interview is in there. All right, till next time, I'm James Bartelay. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. And Emmy Reyes will be back, and we'll have more hot, saucy, sexy señoritas in here with us next week. So till next time, I'm James Bartolay. Good night and good sex.
3: Woo, 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 woo.
0: You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet.
1: Only on L.A. Talk Radio.